Hello and welcome to the Knitting on the Run podcast, where it's always knitting and fun in 30 minutes or less. Show notes can be found at windswepknits.com. You can find me on Instagram and Ravelry as Windswept Monique, and on Facebook and Twitter as Windswept Knits. This is episode 110, recorded May 18th, 2022. Segments this week include whips, knitting fail, out and about, and I've got sunshine. A note on show links, all links to Ravelry are clearly labeled as such, and all links for yarn are directly to the Dyer's website. Well, hello and welcome back. I know three weeks in a row, this is weird, isn't it? It's going to be kind of a short one. I haven't done a ton this week as life is starting to get back to normal for us, but I have worked a little bit on a few things. So I thought, well, uh, I am stuck indoors today because it's raining for the first time in forever. We need the rain. So let's record an episode. Whip. So first up, I've got the As You Wish Mystery Knit Along by Mary Annarella of Lyrical Knits. This is a princess bride themed mystery knit along that will eventually result in a rectangular shawl. I am still in clue three. I'm really enjoying this. Um, I just finished, or I should say the last segment I finished was, was titled, Is This a Kissing Book? That gives you a hint. If you know the movie, you probably got a chuckle at that one. And I am on to the section after that. So still in clue three. This is so much fun to knit. If you're a Princess Bride fan, you need to make this shawl. Even if you don't like rectangular shawls, you still need to just make this shawl because it's just so much fun. Then you can give it away. You don't want to wear it, but it's so worth reading and doing. I, I love this pattern so much. It's, it's a great fun. Winona by Brenda Castile. I'm also working on this. I only got about two rows done on this this week, but I, I got it done, so it counts. I am working on this in hand-spun cotton that I spun up several years ago from fiber from hip strings. This is an L-shaped shawl. I've reached the corner of the L, which has worked like an applied edging. Sorry, I should say I finished the corner of the L, which has worked like an applied edging, and I am on to the second wing of the L. The 48 stitch socks for Jay. These are toe up socks where I finished the first one last week. I am currently on the foot of the second sock. I'm working this up in bamboo pop sock, which is a bamboo cotton and PBT blend. Uh, for those of you who aren't sure, PBT is a very elastic fiber. I believe it's often used in swimsuits, but it gives this yarn a very traditional sock yarn feel. It's a, it's a stretchy yarn. It's not like, it, it doesn't feel like cotton in your hands. We'll put it that way. It feels like a sock yarn. So this is one of my uh, new favorite sock yarns to work with, and I am really enjoying it. I'm working on a 52 stitch sock for E in a red sock yarn, and I just turned the heel late last night. This is being knit up in Allegro by Wisdom Yarns, and that it, it's being distributed by Universal Yarns. Uh, it might actually be a discontinued yarn. I was trying to look up more information on this particular yarn, and I couldn't find anything about it on the manufacturer or distributor's website. But I do find yarn shops, some yarn shops are still carrying it, so I suspect it's discontinued, but I'm not 100% positive. This is a blend of acrylic and PBT, and I like this yarn a lot more than any other acrylic yarn I've ever worked with. I'm not a fan of acrylic sock yarns, I should say. I, I like acrylic yarn for like baby blankets and things like that, but I do not like acrylic yarn normally for socks. However, I'm really enjoying working with this one. Actually, it's making a very comfortable fiber. It's got some stretch to it, so it, it's making a much better sock than previous sock yarns I've worked with that were 100% acrylic. More on this sock coming up in Knitting Fail. I am literally starting the mermaid skirt. I've got it, as we speak, I've got about a, a couple double crochets on my hook at the moment. 
This is by Concept Creative, a Ukrainian-based designer who I am very happy to be working on another pattern of. Uh, she has some uh, wonderful, wonderful crochet designs out there. Actually, the first crochet garment I ever made was one of her tops, and I highly recommend it. Her designs are very easy to follow. I would say I'm advanced beginner. Yeah, probably advanced beginner. I'm not intermediate yet. And even as a beginner, I could follow her patterns and, and it made a wearable top out of it. So I definitely recommend it. And I am very excited to be making a fun crochet skirt to wear to the beach this summer. Last up is the Juliana top by Linda's Craftique. For once, I'm working on the called for yarn of a pattern. This is the, I think, the first time ever. I am using Nev by Juniper Moon Farms. This pattern is bottom up, so I have finished the ribbing and have started on the body. I'm a couple inches into the body. Knitting fail. So I have a fun knitting fail. <laughs> uh, back to E's sock. So I had started this sock in saw in US size one needles a couple weeks back. And then over the week when we all had COVID, when suddenly I was doing a million things and just needed some very gentle stress knitting, I grabbed this one and actually finished the foot in and turned the heel in just a couple nights of like reading bedtime stories and just, you know, stress needing where I needed something very basic. And this was basically all I had lying around my house where I didn't have to think. However, after I turned the heel, I realized that the fabric was just too stiff to make a comfy sock. I, I thought I could just keep going and it would be all right. Maybe it'd be a little bit warmer because the fabric was a little thicker, but no, it was it was too much. I'm used to deal dealing with a much thinner yarn. I should say, on the spectrum of fingering weight yarns, I'm used to dealing with a thinner fingering weight. I would call this a heavier fingering. It's not quite sport. It's not that thick, but it does need a US 2 needle. The US 1s were just, it was, it was way too thick. I mean, it, it wasn't quite battle armor, but it was leaning in that direction. If you, if you know what I mean, if, you, if you've knit something like that, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So I frogged the entire sock and started it back up again, but it is working. It's going and the US 2 fabric is much nicer than the US 1 needle fabric. So I'm much happier. And I have a sock that he'll actually be able to get on over his ankle <laughs> onto his foot versus something that he would have to, you know, like pull on like a pair of Spanx or something along those lines. So much happier with this one. Spinning. I've only spun once this week. I got on for like five minutes, but I did it. So it counted. So I'm still spinning up the hand spun yarn for the winter drawing of the um, Knit for Food Knitathon a couple months back. Cranky knees, slow going, life's been insane, but I'm still going. I'm working on this. The fiber is called 90s School Supplies, and that is um, a cotton color of like pink and aqua and purple and a little bit of peach, and that is hand dyed by hip strings. Out and about. So coming up live, we've got Vogue Knitting Live Virtual, June 9th through 12th. The GGKCS podcast is having their annual Sheepy Spring Owl. Please visit their Facebook page for more details, and that is linked in the show notes. Stitches at Home is coming up June 11th, 12th, and 18th, 19th, followed by Expo at Home, July 8th through 10th. Coming up in person, Stitches Southern California in Pasadena, California, November 10th through 13th. If you have any events you'd like me to share, please go ahead, email me, windswepmonique at gmail.com. I've got sunshine. So I think that the happy thing this week was kids and pets. We have been watching our neighbor's cat 
and she's been on vacation for a week now, and she has a, a cat who is a little on the cranky side, but, you know, he gets along with me pretty well. He, he knows me now. But because of COVID and having to keep my youngest away from my husband and my oldest, he had to come with me. He's come with me once or twice in the past, but not all that often. So we went over, and we were feeding Sid, Sid's the cat, and, um, you know, we walk in, and we play with Sid for a while, and I'll be darned, Sid loves my son. It is flippin' adorable. Um, Sid's used to having the house to himself with, you know, just his grown-up. And now, you know, this whirlwind kindergartner, who actually, I have to admit, he's, he, he knows how to behave around pets. We have two cats. He's been around animals his whole life, and he's very, very good with pets. Sid loves my son. It's so stinking adorable. It was so cute. This, you know, crotchety cat who's, you know, not a big fan of loud noises or sudden movements or anything like that is getting along so well that now that, you know, my, my neighbor is coming home today. So my son asked, can you please text her and ask her if it's okay if I come visit him? <laughs> it's so sweet. The two of them just get along like a house on fire. It's adorable. So yes, I texted my neighbor and yes, she said he can come over and visit Sid. It's perfectly okay. <laughs> So that brings us to the end of the show. It's short and sweet this week, but I hope that left a smile on your face. And as always, keep those legs and those needles moving. Bye-bye. <laughs>